Next on an all-star edition of BYU Sports Nation, home run hitters for the win. Who is the big play athlete at BYU in 2014? A home run hitter himself of BYU, Mike Littlewood, the baseball coach, joins us in studio with an update on Cougars chasing big league dreams. Plus, Blaine Fowler, fresh off his European vacation, back and ready to handle an array of burning BYU questions. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. What it is, BYU Sports Nation on your radio, TV, and other media machines, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Tuesday, July 15th. Mm. My name is Spencer Linton. I'm teamed up with a guy who loves artificial sweeteners, Jerem Jordan. Wherever and I, don't, I, I never know what you're actually going to say at the beginning, so I'm always like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, what? What? I love the expressions uh-huh. you give me. Hey, wherever you're dialed in, great to have you with us. So tonight marks the Midsummer's Classic. Major League Baseball All-Star Game goes down in Minnesota. Honestly, the game... You know, it's kind of lost some luster for me over the years. I know they added the competition, like the winning league gets home field advantage in the Which World Series. Dumb. but Why, would, That makes no sense. Yeah, I would rather, I, honestly, I would rather just have it kind of be like, uh, let's have a good time. Yeah, That's what it's supposed to be. Let's, Why, let's watch the All-Stars It's just play. for fun. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, baseball used to have a bigger place in the hearts of Americans. Other things have divided our attention nowadays. But, yeah, it's, it's still fun. I'll still watch some of it. But it's, I mean, there's not the iconic names that you used to have. There's, when I, I don't pay attention to baseball as much as I used to. I still love the sport, but I, for my Mariners, man, which is awesome. Uh, but I'll watch, you know, I just don't know, like, almost every guy in there. And like, oh, yeah, I know what team they play for. I know their name. And it, I just kind of lost that. Even the NBA draft and NFL yeah. draft to some degree. I'm like, half the first round, I don't know who you are. With the change in the format of the All-Star game, you don't have those organic, goofy moments mm-hmm. nearly as often. I mean, because it's now it's like, well, we, we need to We're play. We're supposed to win, so we have... So the, the Oakland A's are like, we need to win this, guys! Let's <laughs> yeah. go, in. We want to play in the World Series, and we want home field advantage. But So because that changed, it, it just... I don't know. The competition level is, is there, and, and it's exciting, I guess, that way. But I want, I want the goofy, fun things yes to me my all-star my favorite moment in major league baseball all-star game history is larry walker against randy johnson larry walker turns his hat backwards <laughs> bats op- opposite like that was fun you know that was really organic and it was fun. because it was it was uh the big unit threw a pitch over his head <laughs> yeah on accident and then he was like whoa and then you're like on accident yeah turned his helmet around back that was really funny yeah that was a great memory for me it's i, I grew up as a cal ripkin guy uh, in 2001, Cal Ripken hits a home run in that game. Uh, he's at the end of his career. He's the Iron Man. Wasn't it in Baltimore? Yeah, yeah. At, at Camden Yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, amazing. Wins the MVP of the All Star Game, and so that was, you know, that was a great memory. And that those things, I just feel like they don't they don't happen anymore. No, it's not the same. I mean, part of that is we were younger and kind of it was a little more magical, I think, than uh, when you grow up and kind of learn that it's yeah. not as magical. There's just other things to do you now. Well, it's part of the and fest- then you have kids, and you're like, well, I'm trying to watch, but you're climbing all over me, and you want Cheerios and whatever. I, and I think that's where the home run derby, which happened last night, comes into play. Is that I guess that's the stage where the players get to be goofy. You know, the guys can take their kids and, and run around with them and whatever and, and watch. Yes, Puig cannot hit any home runs. <laughs> oh, man. What? He checked swing the ball last night. 
Well, fan, Why? fan of it or not, the home run derby, and I haven't been since Griffey and McGuire and Sosa, you know, it, it has become an, a national phenomenon. It's, and it's inspired our Twitter question today. Join our conversation 24-7. Get involved using the hashtag BYUSN. Who will be BYU's biggest home run, big play, threat this year? We're talking any sport here for mm. BYU. Hashtag BYUSN. Weigh in on Twitter. BYU Sports Nation is always simulcast in beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Home run, BYU. First run play. He'll swing it back to Jamal Williams. What a start for BYU. Touchdown, Cougars. That is clearly not a home run. (laughs) Was that his mom? Maybe, maybe. You know what? Jamal Williams still qualifies as a home run or big play athlete. That's what we're talking about. He's one of several home run athletes currently enrolled at BYU. And we've compiled a list. You may ask, well, how do you you qualify a home run athlete if you're going to take it across all of sports? So we came up with three criteria. The first being. One could just be baseball, where they actually hit home runs. Yes. BYU does not have a huge home run hitter returning this year. No. Kelton Caldwell led the team last year six home runs. So, anyway, it's any sport, and it starts with big playability. Then then you look at... A home run type play. That's what we're talking about. Then you look at distance and power. It seems like when you're far away, or it's a long shot, not... Home run-like. To me, Devon Blackman, Jordan Leslie. Home run type players for the BYU football team. Tyler Haas fading out of bounds off one foot. Uh, hits a against Texas. shot in the corner against Texas to win that basketball 2013-14, the year BYU owned Texas. Jimmer Fredette pulls up from 40 feet away. Yeah. Chase Fisher this year could be a home run type player from distance for BYU on the basketball court. And then the crowd pleaser effect. Like people, mm-hmm. a guy that, or a gal for that matter, that people just love. Blake love Griffin, to watch play. Blake Griffin in the NBA is that kind of player. I mean, Jennifer Hampson and Alexa Gray for women's volleyball. Uh, they are those types. Paul Lasique. On for the football team and, and the rugby. rugby team, yes, truck, home, truck home run type player. I mean, you you look at the performances. Well, Taysom Hill is obviously an, Taysom an, and Jamal. An obvious yeah. answer because of what he did. You look at the Texas game and the Houston game and how dynamic he is. He has the ball in his hands a lot. That helps you in your I don't know. I guess your quest to be a home run athlete because you, you have more opportunity. Sure. You have more opportunity to do that. Soccer Ashley Hatch, returning yes. leading scorer, had uh, seven goals, six goals last year. With Chloe Coolhan, who graduated. Leading scorer in Arizona high school state history. She yeah. comes in. Home run ability. And dominates as a freshman on the BYU women's soccer team. So obviously Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams are the two biggest picks. To me, I think you need a Devon Blackman and or Jordan Leslie to be home run like this year. Deep, uh, not only deep balls, but I've talked about this. The horizontal game, the quick screen, the slant to where they are able to break a tackle, and get down the field. We talked about this morning, uh, this this morning, the longest pass completion last year for BYU. This is a good trivia question with the 2013 football season. 60 yards. Who caught it? Kurt Henderson against Utah State caught the longest pass of the season. BYU was up big at that point on Utah yeah. State. Uh, Chucky Keaton had been injured earlier in the game. Uh, Taysom had thrown several touchdowns, like three to Mitch Matthews. Already. How many seasons has BYU football had a situation where you, your long run is greater than your long, long pass. pass. Yeah, And Jamal he, Williams did it twice, 70 yards against Idaho State, 66 against Nevada. And Taysom had a 66-yard run against Tejas. Yeah, it's just like, 
How, how often does that happen where it eclipses your long pass of the season? Yeah, hopefully BYU turns that around. I mean, you, you need to be you need vertical threats. We've talked about this. When was the last time BYU had a home run, a deep threat on the team? I I want to say Todd. Austin Colley, maybe. I, I want to say uh, yeah, Austin Colley, Austin Colley, and then before that, Todd Watkins. Sports Illustrated going into the '05 season named Todd Watkins the number one deep threat in America. His speed was undeniable. And he could actually catch the ball. Okay, and that's, and that's what we are speculating with Devon Blackman. Everything that we've heard, Tony Crutchfield, his coach, former BYU defensive back, said Provo has never seen anything like him. That's crazy. And Devon Blackman uh, last night tweeted the following. The wide receivers are dope. Big year for all of us. <laughs> I like when he says that. Okay. <laughs> like, if he's a great athlete and if he likes what he sees... That, that has to inspire some sort of confidence, right, in what they're capable of doing. This is a guy that played at Oregon. I yeah. mean, he, played, he redshirted, then played a couple games, I think three at Oregon, then uh, went to Riverside JC, and now he's here. We encourage you to continue to send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. Who is BYU's biggest home run athlete or big play athlete? Get involved in our Twitter conversation. Uh, you, you bring up... A lot of football players, and, and because that's, I mean, football's always under the spotlight at BYU. But let's talk about some of the sports outside of football and basketball, and, and I want to go with Jennifer Hampson, okay? She doesn't, per se, hit three-pointers or fadeaway shots out of bounds, but some of her blocks and the way she dominated a game on the basketball court and what she will do on the volleyball court this year as a returning senior like she, she will be a dominating force. She was a first-team All-American in 2012 as a junior. Yeah, and she sat out to play basketball. Now she returns to her first love. She said, which she loves volleyball more than basketball. She's ready to rock. Couple that with third-team All-American on the other side, uh, outside hitter Alexa Gray. We've talked about how the BYU women's volleyball team has a chance to be special. By the way, their schedule just came out. Uh, some non-conference games in West Virginia. Uh, home to uh, in Provo f- games against Washington, UMBC. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I'm going to click on this and find out. Uh, I still don't know. Oh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County Retrievers. What in the you, world? You just learned what UMBC is, <laughs> the Retrievers. Well, I'm glad they've got them. I f- actually, I feel bad for them. You have to play Jennifer Hampson and Alexa Gray. Good luck. Retrievers, uh, yeah, as in the, uh, the dog. <laughs> good, like, what, good luck. What's going on? Okay. Welcome to Pro. No one breaks down BYU women's volleyball like BYU Sports Nation. Okay, so we have Alexa Gray and Jennifer Hampson. Ashley Hatch and the BYU women's soccer team are kind of interesting. You lose Chloe Coulihan, who uh, has an opportunity to play professional soccer uh, in that professional women's league. And you bring, you bring back Michelle Murphy, who was an outstanding freshman. For an ACL, right? Yes. But Ashley, Ashley is a proven commodity as a freshman. She stepped in and scored goals on the highest of stages. Yeah. I wish in this conversation we had a baseball player to talk about home runs. BYU, the, the bat that they use, uh, they just don't hit as many home runs the last three or four years. They use a bat that's wood-like now, even though it is, well, I don't want to say metal, but you know what I mean, um, in, in college baseball. It's like, a, it's like a composite. But who is who is the biggest play, the big Biggest big play athlete at BYU right now for you. Who is it? And he's is easily Taysom, but I'm just bored with the answer because he's the answer to almost every question we have. So I'm going to say Devon Blackman uh, or Jordan Leslie. One of those two guys, I think, will be a home run threat for BYU. See, I think I, I've got to go with my boy Tyler Haas. I'm going on the basketball court. The dude hits big shots 
at the biggest of times against Gonzaga, against Texas. Like he know against Portland, even though they lost that game, he, he kept them in that game up there. Hey, okay, by himself. Oh yeah, forty eight man. So that that, that for, for me, Tyler Hawes is the home run hitter at BYU. I mean, he 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 has a lot of opportunity. He has the ball in his hands a lot of times. So outside of Taysom Hill, you're right. We talk about him all the time. I say Tyler Hawes. All right, let's go to the Twitter machine and get some of your responses. It's Twitter time. Who is the big play or home run athlete at BYU? First tweet comes from... Who will be, right? <laughs> at Leif Peebler. Anyone who receives the BYU Sports Nation karma. Boom! Yeah. Hashtag it's real. Yeah, don't, don't forget about that part. <laughs> at Bridger Hill. With a Tommy Callahan guarantee. Tommy boy. Adam Hine will return at least three kickoffs for touchdowns without flags and will be our 2014 big play threat. That is a great possibility. I'm interested to see three? how I would love one. I'll take one. How, how many uh, kicks Adam Hine actually returns? Because I think you're going to have other guys compete for that position, although Hine was top five, I believe, last year in kickoff return average. More importantly, can Adam Hine do it in the season opener? Countdown to Connecticut. 45 days. Bang. 45 days until BYU and UConn kick off the 2014 season. That's a month and a half. 45 days. Now, now I'm not even thinking about Connecticut as much as like in two weeks. Oh, man. Summer fall, camp begins. Fall cow summer camp. I'm calling it summer You're calling camp. calling it summer camp? Yeah. You mm-hmm. and your technicalities. Good grief. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What month is it? July? Uh, <laughs> Who cares? All, technicalities. <laughs> also trending. NFL.com ranked the QB situation of all 128 FBS teams. BYU ranked 23rd. We will discuss that. Utah State was ranked 7th. What's up with that, man? Up next, our all-star edition of BYU Sports Nation continues with a BYU all-star head baseball coach, Mike Littlewood. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Hey, uh, watch interviews from this show on YouTube.com slash BYU Sports. Brian Keel, really passionate yesterday. Super high on Jamal Williams. Uh, check that interview out on YouTube.com slash BYU Sports. Yeah, I asked him if there was a position group that defined BYU football right now. He said running back. And he said, I'm, gonna, I'm actually not going to say linebackers, which I, I naturally assumed he yeah. would do. And he said, the running backs. And then he talked about how Jamal Williams, uh, his body weight, like he's like, it's, he doesn't know he's how. He's like 205, 208. He thinks he's 235. But he thinks he's like, 235, yeah. He plays with, you know, really hard. Uh, he, he said he hasn't even hit puberty yet. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so, uh, okay, the fun part about this program, okay, it's not a scripted studio show, right? Where it's very formal and we look into the camera and we talk, you know, and all that. It's a radio and TV show. There are times where, like yesterday, a fly comes up on the set and it's bugging us and we have to still do the interview and then we try and get rid of the fly, whatever. Today, I, so I tried to move our microphone for our guest, Mike Littlewood, uh, joining us now, and I broke it. So right now, Ryan, our floor director, is, they've tried to tape this on and he's actually holding it up. That yeah. this is this is how we go. This is this is what's going on. A rising shout to Ryan yeah. for holding up the microphone. And you ain't so much Mike. This is called. I can, Mike. Already, I can already see his, his uh, forearm shaking. Right <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna so be a while. Hold. It's gonna be. Yep, oh. and uh, it broke. Yeah, it broke earlier. Listen though, that would have broke live. That would have been even worse. <laughs> so I was. Was I doing us a favor? No, yeah, I just. Thank broke you, Jeremy, for bad. breaking the microphone. Yeah. 
Well, w- welcome, Coach Littlewood. The BYU baseball Great to be coach, here, guys. Mike Littlewood. Uh, actually, we are going to uh, give you the official distinction of being our all-star correspondent, yeah. as well as the BYU baseball coach. Are you okay with that? Yeah, worst correspondent ever, but yeah, I'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's see what you, see what you got. Okay, we're going to test your knowledge. First of all, do you know how many home runs you hit in your BYU career? Uh, no, I don't. Right around probably 20. That brings us to the stat of the day. <laughs> it's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. We got some music going, Coach. 36! Mike Littlewood hit 36 home runs in his BYU career, including 31 your uh, combined junior and senior year, 18 your senior year. I'm I'm better than I thought I was. Nice. Well, yeah, I I knew my senior year was decent, uh, but I I try to forget the rest of the year, so that's nice. (laughs) How did you get... through uh, the season with a corked bat, your senior year, how did that happen? You know, it's all about uh, just manufacturing. You got to do it, do it in the right <laughs> way. Actually, back then we would try to, we would try to take the caps off. And this is during practice, not games. We'd try to take the caps off, put super balls in there, do anything we could to try to get a little bit more See pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> back then, you could hit the ball. You just make decent contact, and the ball would go over, almost land in the Marriott Center parking lot. The bats have changed so much nowadays, but that's how we did it. Yeah, super balls. The all-star in our hearts, Mike Littlewood, <laughs> BYU baseball coach, joining us. And the, the bat is different now. The, the bat is, is uh, not wood, but it hits like it's wood, right? Yeah, the NCAA it, it changed does. that a couple years ago. Yeah, the coefficient of restitution. And you can ask somebody what, what that means. <laughs> yeah. All I know is the ball comes off the bat a lot slower than it used to. Um, and, it, and it is. It's, it's very similar to a wood bat nowadays. Interesting. Do you like that change? I like it. I mean... Uh, as a coach, I like it. It puts a little bit more strategy in the game, and, and it puts a small, the short game in it a little bit more. You have to bunt earlier in some games, and uh, you have to really teach, teach the short game nowadays because back then it was really Earl Weaver. Three-run home run. How you doing? Yeah, I was, just, I was just looking at Ryan like, you doing okay down there holding the mic up? Ryan's yeah. holding the mic, yeah. How, how's, your, how's your arm doing, Ryan? It's good. It's just, okay. Very good. I'm so, We've never had this. This is fantastic. Okay, uh, so Jeremy's done some research, and uh, it turns out he's he's a huge he's a huge fan let's, of yours. Coach. Listen, uh, you went to the minors. You were drafted by the Brewers. You had a great season in the minors. Uh, huge fan of the Beloit Brewers. <laughs> I thought you had some epic battles uh, with the uh, Kenosha Twins and the Rockford Expos. Yeah, Madison uh, something Madison White. I don't know what they all were. those teams. Yeah. They were great. Chris Castles was great that year. Um, <laughs> Dave Nilsson was awesome. Dave Nilsson was from what, uh, Australia. What, are you, yeah. what was it like to play on that Beloit Brewers team in 88, Coach? Um, you know, I can't really remember. It was such a blur. And I did so <laughs> bad that they said, hey, go try coaching. And that was probably the biggest blessing of my life. So, uh, you know, I think the one year that I played in pro ball really gave me a, just a firsthand experience of how to treat guys now and, and maybe some ex- experiences that I had and just be able to relate what it's going to be like. And it helped with my, with my son, Marcus, and just telling him it's not going to be easy out there. Everybody thinks it's glamorous. And, I mean, the minor leagues is probably the least, and especially in baseball, the least glamorous thing you could ever do. And it's, just, it's like Groundhog Day. You're doing the same thing over and over and over and over. And you just you have to love the game. And I don't really think that I would have been able to offer that perspective if I wouldn't have done it myself. So even though it was one year and I hit below the Mendoza line, probably threw more balls away than I should have. It was a great experience. I, I have you on for two home runs, one eighty-one. Yeah, well, one right? it, it probably was. I thought three, but no, we'll go with two. Hey, baseball <laughs> reference, come <laughs> yeah. on! But the one I, the one was in Burlington. One of the two. One was in Burlington. I hit a sign and won a steak dinner. Oh, um, nice for nice. me and my wife. That's yeah, a big so deal in the minors, it, right? It was huge. Yeah, we got our lunch stolen one day out of our out of our car in uh, Clinton, Iowa, where my son's <laughs> playing right now. 
and oh, we nice. had that was our that was our entire lunch or meal for the day. And I mean, it was like borrow money. It was it was tough times, but mm-hmm. awesome times as you look back on them. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's amazing. And your son Marcus, you mentioned playing minor league ball. The right same now. team you played on, or same, same area. He's in a city that that was in the Midwest League that we oh, played okay. in. It was the Giants back then. He's gotcha. with the he's with the Mariners. Um, in yeah, a ball right now, but yeah, yeah. And he, he was, was a, he was part of a of like an historic comeback earlier this year. He hit a hit a big home run yeah. to in extra innings. Uh, if, for those that don't know that story, what was it like uh, from your perspective being his father? Tell us the story. Well, it was amazing. I was actually doing some some uh, work for BYU baseball at my house on my computer and just doing some some organizational stuff. And they're down seventeen uh, three in the like the sixth inning. And usually I would just turn it off and do something else and not even listen to it. But my phone was just sitting there next to me, and so I decided let's just keep it on. And all of a sudden, you know, I, I was listening on and off, but do, doing my work. And then all of a sudden, he's up. Uh, it's it's like seventeen eight and seventeen ten, and all of a sudden, he's up, uh, bases loaded, top of the ninth, and a, with and a grand slam could tie it with two outs, and he hits a grand slam, <laughs> ties ties the game. It's seventeen seventeen. They go on and win it in twenty two innings or some crazy or whatever, however many innings it was. Made Sports Illustrated and, and all the talk shows. And um, as well as he did in the first half, he's struggling right now. But, I mean, what, what a, a great thing to go through and get your picture in Sports Illustrated. And it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. I want to pause this conversation for just a moment. Uh, breaking news, FBSschedules.com says that per the Conference USA Media Guide, the Miami Beach Bowl will be Monday, December 22nd at 2 Eastern time on ESPN. It's a Monday. So, so waiting for BYU to announce that, but the Conference USA Media Guide is saying the game is December 22nd at 2 p.m. Eastern time. All right. On ESPN. We, we think we know now, right? Okay. According to FBS schedules, and they're, yeah. they're usually pretty good. Mike Littlewood, the head baseball coach of uh, BYU, joining us right now. Coach, let's address the, uh, the current state of BYU baseball. Uh, you're approaching now year three uh, as the, the head man. Your first year you came in. Like a whirlwind, uh, took a, a team that I guess wasn't expected to do much, took them to the West Coast Conference Tournament, nearly upset uh, San Diego there. And then last year, because you had such a great season, you, you lose a number of key players, like Hanneman and, and Brugman and Adam Law. And so you kind of have a, a rebuilding mode. Where is BYU baseball right now entering year three? Well, I think what you said is, is perfect. I, I feel like we're, we're trying to start from the ground up and bring guys in here who are going to do it uh, for us long term. Uh, we we love we love the guys who have committed to us. Uh, a lot of young kids who are years away from being on campus, but really really good players. Guys coming back off missions with the core guys we have. Uh, it was kind of like last year was kind of like the perfect storm. We just needed bodies. Uh, got a lot of junior college guys. Some worked out, some didn't. But um, it is ground level working working our way towards getting athletes in here, and it'll happen. I mean, we all feel really good about what the direction we're going. What changes do you make in year three, given the kind of different personnel, and now it's kind of these are kind of all your guys for the most part? Yeah, you know, I think it's all about getting the athletes in here. There's no doubt about it. Athletic college athletics is all about recruiting, and then uh, doing doing as much coaching as you can with those guys. But we're going to stick with the with our with our system, with our game plan, uh, which means we want to try to be perfect in practice and and really just do all the mechanical things we can correctly, and then go let them play. But it comes down to pitching and hitting and defense, and, and uh, uh, I'd like to see our guys play loose and free. I think last year we were a little bit tight, kind of a couple guys underachieved, and then everybody felt like they had to do everything. Uh, so maybe create a little bit lighter atmosphere, and uh, I, I think you'll see a, a different, a really, really exciting team come in. We're, we're waiting. Uh, Colton Mahone, Mahoney was drafted by the Brewers. Yeah, we were going to ask you about what him. What happened yeah. there? Did so, he sign? 
He hasn't signed yet. He has until I believe it's July 18th. So it's coming. It's coming up. Okay. Is the signing deadline? Uh, it used to be in the past. It used to be the team would have their rights for an entire year and mm-hmm. be able to sign them mm-hmm. the next year. Now they they just shorten that, uh, which is good for the players. And then Tanner Chauncey. So I think I think Colton will end up coming back to us. Um, and if he has a great year next year, I think he could be a top three round pick. I mean, he's got that wow. kind of stuff. And then Tanner Chauncey was also drafted on his mission um, and by the Dodgers, and I believe he's going to come back here as well next year. So two really good players that were drafted that, that are going to come back. And, uh, again, we love the guys we've got coming in. It's going to be an exciting year, I think. So how much, when, you talk, when you're talking to a guy like Colton, uh, how much do you rely on your experience having played that one year in the minors uh, to kind of talk to him about the, a situation that he probably would encounter as a, a 23rd round pick? Yeah, well, we had a lot of conversations. We, we sat down with his parents uh, many times, and, you know, the thing with the Colton, we were just trying to, to tell him to put some value on himself. And um, I really felt like next year, come back off a mission as a pitcher, even though he, he had some really, really good outings, a no-hitter. And, yeah, there were no-hitter. Yeah, I mean, that was as good as he, he could possibly be. Three pitches for strikes and throwing at 92, 94. Um, if he does that every outing next year, not throws no-hitters, but he's, he's got that kind of stuff, he's going to be invaluable to a, to a, um, a professional organization. And it's kind of weird. If you're drafted in the 30th round by a professional organization, you have to, they can get rid of you just like that. But if you're drafted in the top three rounds, they're going to give you a chance to play. And, and so those are the, kind of the conversations we, we tried to have with him. Um, and who knows, the Brewers might come with a ton of money, and it might be a great, great deal for him to sign. If, and obviously, you look back last year with Adam Miller and Adam Law and Jacob Hanneman and Jacob Brugman, who are all doing tremendous this year okay. in pro ball. Um, uh, if, they, if they get... If it feels right to, to Colton, he wants to sign. We're all for it. We we want. I think that helps your program to have guys sign professionally and and, and mm-hmm. be successful. Incoming kids want that, but at the same time, we want him to get the most value out, out of uh, his signing bonus, and that's really important in baseball because I think uh, you're going to make about eleven hundred dollars a month in the minor leagues only for the time you're playing six <laughs> wow. six months out of the year. Wow. Don't get paid during spring training, so it's a it's a tough life. You got to have some money put away uh, to be able to survive. Let's uh, finish with this, our Twitter question today. Who will be BYU's biggest home run or big play threat this year? We're talking about an athlete in BYU sports. Any sport. Well, I'm going to stick with baseball, and I love a kid coming in for us, Colton Shaver. Um, he's uh, from Jordan High School, and uh, he's got the most raw power of any, any high school senior that's graduating this year. I mean, he's a guy who, with, with these bats that we have, could consistently hit him up, up on uh, – the Marriott Center Road. I mean, sorry, I don't know the address, but he—he's I mean, got that kind of power. Now, whether he wow. can translate that to to hit college pitching, we don't know yet. But he's going to be an exciting player for us. Uh, so, you know, I—I um, I, I, just being a baseball coach, I want to stick with baseball and say it's going to be a baseball guy. It's going to have a great year. Okay, naturally hey. with home run, right? Mark it down. We teased the All Star game. We didn't even talk about the All Star game. <laughs> Another time, I guess. Yeah. Well, we can ask you <laughs> prediction tonight. Who who wins the All Star game? Um, all-star game t- tonight or tomorrow night? T- tonight? Is it tonight? tonight? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is our all-star well, This is my correspondent. correspondent. <laughs> you know, I'm the, honestly, I'm the worst MLB guy in the world because I don't, I don't watch Major League Baseball, but I, I'm an American League guy, so I've got to go American League. Okay. okay. So a little controversy with Clayton Kershaw not starting, starting tonight with uh, Wainwright, I think, starting yeah. for the National but League King team. King Felix but is starting. I'm a King Mariners Felix, guy, so. yeah, with the Mariners, yeah. We're How golden. can you go wrong with that? Absolutely. Golden. Hey, Mike, great to talk to you again. Uh, Thanks for the update. Thanks, We'll uh, we'll, we'll fix the microphone, man. I'm good. I like this. This is good. (laughs) We had a sub come in and uh, hang out. Nice nice work. Thanks, guys. Up next, Blaine Fowler, fresh off his European vacation, ready to tackle the tough BYU sports questions. This is BYU Sports Nation.
This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. BYU Sports Nation rolls on. BYU Store, the home for authentic BYU products. I'm Spencer Linton, and that's Jerem Jordan. We are in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Hey, if you're jonesing for some BYU football or any other sports, download the BYU TV app on Xbox 360. You can watch BYU versus Texas, Houston, any of the games we have rights to, we put on there. Check it out, Xbox 360, BYU TV app. Resetting today's trending topics. One, Jerem broke the guest microphone on the set. Uh, secondly, <laughs> I thought you were going to say broke news. I was like, I didn't break anything. <laughs> okay, so FBS schedules. Yes, this that is real breaking yeah, news. FBS schedules reference, uh, said that just tweeted that the Conference USA Media Guide, and I just looked it up and I'm tweeting it right now, unless I need to put hashtag BYUSN or I'll hear about it later. Uh <laughs> Is that the Conference USA Media Guide uh, says the Miami Beach Bowl is December 22nd, that's Monday, at 2 Eastern Time on the Mothership ESPN. Okay, so some of you may be asking, well, why in the world is the Conference USA Media Guide tweeting about the Miami Beach Bowl if it's BYU and the American Conference? Because Conference USA owns the bowl game, uh-huh, I believe. There you go. Or, no, doesn't the... Wait, no, the Amer- the American owns yeah, it. Yeah, so w- so so this is them just projecting all the bowls. Now, do they know something the Miami Beach Bowl doesn't? No. But it ha- it hasn't been been announced. So this is like we'll see if this is actually official. That's what they're saying. If you don't follow FBS schedules on Twitter and you're a college That's football solid fan, follow. you should. Yeah. Like they they're all they over They jump things. on any uh, you know, schedule announcement news and then Get it out there. Who's looking in the Conference USA media guide to find something like this? FBS schedules is. Uh, FBS schedules. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, boys. Yes. And girls. NFL.com ranked the quarterback situation of all 128 FBS teams. BYU ranked number 23. The Cougars' highest opponent on this list, and this shocked me. I know they're good, but it's Utah State at number seven. Here's why. The backup of Utah. Okay, you, Chucky Keaton's a Heisman candidate. He's fantastic. Then the backup, whose name I can't even remember, he went 6-1 and one as a starter. That'll do it. So that, that situation is really, uh, really locked down for the Aggies. Secondly, Taysom Hill is on the All-State AFCA Good Works team. Yeah. What is that? I have no idea. But... It's July 15th, and we are thirsty for football. It's like, <laughs> hey, you, you're a good football player, and you do service and stuff. Another brand, good works. Another Brandon, Brandon Davies that, signing last B- night as well. That's the most BYU award of all, right? The good works team? Yes. Brandon Davies. Ten points last night. Ten, uh, two rebounds, three steals against the Cavs. LeBron did not play. Uh, for the 76ers, Brandon <laughs> Davies. Tonight, Philly against Phoenix. Wait, LeBron didn't play? We just, inst- <laughs> we just insta-clipped on Twitter. Me breaking the mic. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. You should follow at BYU Sports Nation for that. This Whitney, is, we're not going to have as much this month. I'm this sorry. It's a memorable day. Hey, I'm going to call an audible. Uh, let's, uh, you know what I'm going to do right now? I want to oh. play, play Big Deal, No oh, Deal. Sweet. Big Deal, No Deal. National processing sponsorship of Big Deal, No Deal is a big deal. Credit card processing for your business needs. Let's go number one. Big deal, no deal. No BYU wide receivers on the Bolitnikoff award watch list. <sighs> that came out today, this morning. Okay, and Nobody. It, initial reaction for me is I, I want to say big deal because I think that Jordan Leslie, of all receivers, because he was UTEP's leading receiver and NFL.com has him as one of the 14 most exciting players to watch next year, that he should obviously be on that list. But, you know what, I'm going to say 
no deal. I don't think they care. I think that the BYU receiving core is just ready to go win football games. So I'm going to say no deal. It's about winning football games, not getting on a watch list. Big deal. Jordan Leslie should be on that list. He has 2,000 career receiving yards. The guy should be on the list. The end. I think he should too. Devon Blackman is not proven at the D1 level. He's played three games at the D1 level at Oregon. He's a JC transfer. I get it. Mitch Matthews, okay numbers is like the fourth or fifth guy. I think Mitch Matthews is on that list the next year. Uh, and Devon Blackman. But Jordan, this year, zero guys. But Jordan Leslie should be on it. That's why it's a big deal. They missed that guy. Well, we talked to Jordan, and he told us he's a guy that takes he, he takes he the naysayers. He thinks he's a top yes. 10 receiver, I think, is he what he He wants to us. prove people wrong. So I'm almost happy that he doesn't end up on this watch list because he's like, all right, well, I'm going to show you what I'm made of. Yeah. I'm going to show you that there's, I belong on this list. I mean, list. There's, two, there's two sides to that, right? Like, it's either really motivating or, you know what, I don't pay attention to that, but it's... I'm going to do my best anyway. It's like, okay. He's the type of guy that, that wants to prove the naysayers wrong. Yeah. Uh, that's the impression I get. Number two. Big deal, no deal. NFL.com has BYU's quarterback situation as 23rd best in the nation. This is a big deal because BYU is 105 spots higher than the very bottom team. Okay, there are 128 <laughs> teams. BYU is top 25. And that's largely because they have a dynamic playmaker named Taysom Hill, who is definitely a home run type athlete for the Cougars. This is a big deal that Taysom has propelled BYU into any sort of a top 25. I want to say no deal because just some dude ranking these, you know, like whatever. It's sort of, I guess it's, it's less than a watch list to me. A watch list, I feel like, is like a group, you know, the Oklahoma Football Club names the what. You know. NFL.com is less to you than a dude, watch list? it's not NFL.com per se. It's just a dude at NFL.com. But he represents NFL.com, right? Good for him. It's one guy. <laughs> you don't know him. I can't even pronounce his name. Mike Huguenin? Who is that guy? He, he's probably a good writer. He has 806 <laughs> likes and 17 comments. That's awesome. Oh. The fact that BYU's top 25, sure. But, but he's right. Guess what? What's the QB situation? It's not ranking Taysom Hill. It's the QB situation. We don't know anything at the D1 level about Christian Stewart. We think he's athletic. We think he can run the offense similarly to Taysom Hill. Uh, but hopefully we don't find out. Number three. Big deal, no deal. The home run derby. Uh, no deal. <laughs> Bring back Ken Griffey Jr., please. Oh, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Frank Thomas. Like, I want those guys back in... It's like the dunk contest. I want steroids back in the derby. You want Michael Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins in the dunk contest, just like you want yeah. the game's biggest names in the home run derby. You want David Ortiz. You want Albert Pujols. You want those guys in the home run derby. So I say no deal because they're not. Yeah, I, no deal. I mean, I joke, but I'm sort of serious. Like, for one day, like, could they just roid up for the one day and just do the home run derby? That would be fun to watch. Our steroids, you know... Unethical? Absolutely. But it's a home run derby. You want like fantasy type stuff. That's yeah, why the yeah. Pro Bowl, all these all-star games, none of them really resonate anymore. None of them are fantastic. Like what's the best all-star game? The NBA? I don't know. Probably because it's still just kind of let's have fun, high Dunks fly, and dunk contest. And, yeah. And, yeah. The home run derby, we didn't see enough home runs. It's a home run derby. That'd be like three-point shootout and like none of the guys hardly make any. It's a three-point shootout. Make some threes. You know what's interesting about the home run derby? The one player that I was excited to watch Yassel in the Puig. home run derby, Yasiel Puig, Hit did not hit a home run. Donut. He did not hit Gonzo. a home run. And he is a game changer, for sure. Number four. Big deal, no deal. The Miami Beach Bowl date set. 
Uh, I'm going to say big deal because it's big time football news for BYU. If indeed it is confirmed, uh, Conference USA's media guide saying it will take place on December 22nd, which is Monday at 2 Eastern. That is a noon start mountain time. And that's a, that's a Monday kickoff at 11. It's a AM. Monday bowl game for BYU. Why not? A little Monday football, right? Big deal, because Carlos Padilla of the Miami Beach Bowl, the executive director, told us on the show that they were leaning towards Monday. And we figured that it wouldn't go up against Monday Night Football. So this makes sense to me. Is this an official announcement from BYU or the Miami Beach Bowl? No, but it's, uh, I would take that as that's probably going to be what it, what it is. Monday, Thank December you, Conference 22nd. USA. By the way, they listed all the bowl games in that media guide, the Times. So that's why they list the Miami Beach Bowl. They didn't do anything special in it because it's not related to Conference USA. Number five. Big deal, no deal. Jerem Jordan going psycho on our set. <laughs> psycho? Look at this thing. Look at this. That plays well on radio. Yeah, it does. Okay, I'm holding the microphone. It's literally broken off. The metal part is, uh, Look, yeah. But, so I was asked before, hey, when, when Mike Littlewood comes on, can you, you know, make sure the mic... So I started moving it already. Gone. Yeah, it just bent. It just, the metal yeah. just bent off. Well, there you go. Congratulations. So is that Jared. a big deal or no deal? Yes, it's a big deal. Come on, man. No deal. It was going to break. It was just a matter of when. I saved us the trouble of having that happen during the interview. Look, if you would maintain some professionalism around this place, <laughs> things like this would not happen. I wasn't hired for my professionalism. You cannot have nice things anymore. <laughs> I'm glad to have any nice thing. I'm just happy to be here. Yes. Big with a capital B. Okay. Deal. Uh, it's all good, man. I really like... You've nailed it now. I, I, like, I gave you a hard time a long time ago about, like, dill... Pickle deal. deal, you got him. I'm, I'm on that. Are you? Is that a jab? Is that like a subtle jab at me? No, no, it's a compliment. I'm so snarky. You don't think I'm sincere right now? <laughs> That's a legit problem in my life. It's <laughs> <laughs> a sincere compliment. Captain Snark, and I love it. All right, Blaine Fowler joining us shortly. He's going to tackle the tough BYU questions after our European vacation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, sponsored in part by National Processing, credit card processing for your business needs. Business. My business, my business. Did you know you can watch BYU TV in HD on Roku? Yeah. So if you don't get BYU TV in HD, per se, you can buy this box, Roku. I think it's like 60 80 bucks, something like that. That's how my in-laws do it. BYU TV, watch it in uh, crystal clear. You can watch this show in radio vision. BYU Sports Nation, Granite Flats, 2 c whatever you want. BYU Sports. Buy a Roku box, and it's, it's an alternative to HD uh, if, you do, if you want BYU TV and HD. If you're just joining the program, FBS Schedules, their Twitter account, said that on December 22nd at 2 Eastern, this uh, via the Conference USA Media Guide, the Miami Beach Bowl, which features BYU, most likely, uh, against huh? an American opponent. Most likely? Well, BYU goes undefeated or something. Then, oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Like, it's, we can't, like... BYU's going to the Miami Beach Bowl. Yeah. Like, by... Just plan on it, okay? Okay. So it's yeah, that's just, what I'm saying. Like, it's December 22nd, likely. 2 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. So what this means is Saturday, BYU is going to host Stanford in basketball in the Marriott Center. Awesome. Then Monday, the football team is playing somebody from the American in the Miami Beach Bowl. Uh, and then Tuesday night, UMass in the Marriott Center. That is a great three great games in four days. Holy cow, that might be the best week for BYU sports all year. And it happens right before Christmas. So basically, it's like, hurry up uh, and get to Miami and then come back to Provo. 
So yeah. th- that's good. Stanford, uh, and then the bowl game, and then UMass. Okay, while, while we have some Football. basketball on, on the mind, Brandon Davies, after his seven-foul performance on, I believe that was, uh, was that on? Two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Okay. Uh, he scores 10 points, a couple of rebounds, three steals versus the Cavs without LeBron uh, for the 76ers yesterday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but with Andrew Wiggins, who had like the most ridiculous dunk in warm-ups I've ever seen. I think Sports Center. It was like a 360 opposite hand dunk. It was fantastic. By the way, uh, Brandon Davies is top 10 in BYU history in steals. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. His, his overall career... Like what he did, and he's like one of. I think he and Russ Larson are one of, uh, you know, two guys that were like top ten in steals, blocks, tw- top twenty five in assists, top uh, fifteen in scoring, or twenty. You know, he the the way that he played the overall game at BYU, really good. Yeah, he's, really good. He's, he is a a well a polished basketball player. I just remember Brandon Davies when we were when again. we were. Beginning our broadcast careers and, and covering Provo High School across the street from BYU. Sophomore. sophomore. He was 15 years old, and his feet were like size 21, and he's this skinny, <laughs> he'd, frail he'd, he'd little kid. He missed bunnies at the, at the ramp, yeah. and it was like, he is on the verge. Then the next year, first team All-State, uh, state champion. He became a man, like, in 12 months' time. It was crazy. Now he's getting seven fouls, ten points in the summer league. I mean, <laughs> no, we. Ho- I hope that Brandon uh, gets on a a roster this year. He he had a guaranteed contract for last year, so making big boy dough, man. Who will be BYU's biggest home run or big play threat this year? That is our Twitter question. Let's get to the Twitter machine. You got tweets at FinDaddy81. Can we go defense? D D D defense. Absolutely, we can because it's your opinion. Going to go Jordan Johnson and Robertson Daniel. Okay. Maybe some yeah. pick some pick six plays. Those are game-changing plays. BYU has An had several pick sixes the last couple of years. It's been interesting. Alani Fua, Kyle Van Noy. Bronson Kafusi. Bronson Kafusi. Uh, Jordan Johnson, 2012 against Washington State, nearly had one in the opening game. I mean, I, I anticipate a couple of those with this BYU D and secondary. Daniel Sorensen in 2012 at Georgia Tech. Uh, Idaho State. I want to say the year before as well. So there have been, yeah, defense, totally, totally. At, at Pterodactyl Farm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm always so interested in where name. people come up with their Twitter handles. Yeah. Mitch Matthews, and then in parentheses, if healthy, he absolutely dominated a Utah State secondary that largely ended up in the league this year, the NFL. I'm interested to see you know, what, how Taysom can become a better passer because against Utah State in Houston, he, uh, he slung it. Uh, around really well. Well, he threw it with such confidence in those games. They they stacked the box, made him throw, and he made both the, those teams pay. Look, uh, luckily, the defense came up against Houston, uh, gave up 46, but BYU still won. I mean, Taysom's capable of it. Can he can he be consistent with it in the red zone and, and on third down? Those games, Taysom was an excellent passer in both those games. Home and Mitch run. Matthews against Utah State showed you his uh, potential. Well, I mean, I saw it from a mile away. The second touchdown pass, I, I looked at our producer, Ben Bagley, and I'm like, Mitch Matthews fade to the corner. I mean, it's just And like, it was a beautiful throw, beautiful catch. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like the Skylar Ridley uh, touchdown game winner against Back Houston. shoulder throw. That is, a, that is a great throw. That's an NFL throw. That Absolutely. was a great throw. At ZBYU Man Wearing, that's easy. Taysom Hill, whether by yeah. land or air. <laughs> I lo- the, there you go. It's the dual threat. I will. I hope that BYU, you know, BYU used to do cool posters and then playoff things. We talked to Tim McTire a couple months ago, and they had the tires and like a guy in red, Utah or San Diego State guy. You know, I 
will BYU do anything with Taysom Hill and that, they Taisman? Like, play on words. The, t- or the Taisman. They're in some uh, parking lot with sledgehammers. They used to do these crazy ones. The Dominator, <laughs> like Gladiator, like that was awesome. The yeah. Freight Train, yeah. Rob Morris. Yeah, all that stuff. It was fun. Yeah, we want personality, you know. At UCLA Grad 90, Nicole Williams, BYU Sports Nation super fan. Shout out to her. She says, not Jamal Williams. Whoa! Devon Blackman. Devon Blackman. Summit High, what's up? Yeah. Okay. So is yeah, it, wait, yeah, wait a minute. Did Jamal, what happened did to Jamal the Jamal do something vote? to make her angry last what's go, night? What's going on <laughs> at UCLA Grad 90? What's going did on? Did he Jamal? not clean his room? No, De- De- Devon Blackman's one of my two picks for sure. What did, who did you say? Uh, for me, that's Tyler Haas. Tyler Haas. That's yeah, right. I, was, I that's went right. basketball Tyler and Tyler Haas. You'd I, think I'd listen every now and then. It's okay. <laughs> I forgive you. Sorry. You, bro- just, you broke a microphone. Breaking, you've, been, you've been off your game. Breaking my... <laughs> sorry, what? What was that last part? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. See, Jerem can work through. He can work through the adversity. He can stare at this microphone and still be awesome. It is right in front of me. <laughs> does, it, does it still work? Like if I talk into it, does it work? Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN and all-star, albeit microphone, down one microphone edition of BYU Sports Nation continues after this. A contest of wills, a test of skills, and plenty of thrills. Hi, I'm Dave McCann. BYU TV Sports brings Cougar Athletics to a nationwide audience. Your company's message can reach the homes of loyal BYU fans from Anchorage to Miami. Fans who follow the Cougars and support companies that champion BYU athletics. Put your company in the lead. Catch the sponsorship opportunity today. Contact us for details. Email sponsorship at BYU.edu. The Larry H. Miller dealerships are proud to rise and shout with the Brigham Young University Cougars. And with thousands of vehicles to choose from in person and online, backed by 46 dealership locations across the nation, your local Larry H. Miller dealer is ready to help any fan with their next vehicle. Because whether you're changing your oil or even your car, we're all about helping. We have 46 dealerships in the nation with many brands, and we've been serving auto needs for over 30 years. Larry H. Miller dealerships, driven by you. When I was writing Ender's Game, I had to draw on my deep education. You want, in fact, an education that opens your mind, that opens up possibilities. If Ender Wigan had been able to come to Southern Virginia University, he would have actually found his education a joy. Take these four years and learn everything about everything. Come to Southern Virginia. Come and get all or part of your college education here. As the Great Depression worsens, people's hopes are fading fast. But in America's darkest hour, Franklin Roosevelt promises happy days are here again. Will his new deal save America from an unparalleled economic disaster? Let's take a ride. Tomorrow at 10 Eastern, 8 Mountain on BYU-TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. You know what time it is, man? It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Miami Beach Bowl, according to the Conference USA Media Guide, is slated to be played on December 22nd at 2 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. Again, not an official announcement from Miami Beach Bowl or BYU. 
But Conference USA may be giving us a little nugget of truth. Monday afternoon football. Sweet football. NFL.com ranked the quarterback situation of all 128 FBS teams. BYU ranked number 23. Thank you, Taysom Hill. We're ranked! The Cougars' highest opponent on this list, Utah State at number 7. Football. Taysom Hill's on the All-State AFCA Good Works team. What is this? I don't know. It's it's July 15th, so we mentioned it. <laughs> Cougars in the association. Brandon Davies scored 10 points, had a couple of rebounds, and three steals versus the Cavs without LeBron for the Philadelphia 76ers yesterday. Today, Philly plays Phoenix. It's going to be a compelling matchup. I think uh, the post play will be key for the 76ers Stop in that one. Stop it. <laughs> Do you know a single player on the Phoenix Suns Summer League roster? Well, let's see. Who did they draft? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I do not know. Is Dan Marley on the team? <laughs> Kevin Johnson? Oh. Hey, today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Oliver Dexter Miller. and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And Charles that's, that's easy. After Jerem so gingerly broke the guest microphone on our set. Strong fingers. Yes, you do. Uh, we had two of our assistants, our floor director, Ryan, and, and, and uh, then an engineering and student, then an engineering Scott. student Scott come in and hold. They were holding the microphone the whole time for the interview during a 13 minute interview with Mike Littlewood. <laughs> That's big time. That deserves a rise and shout. Congratulations! Thank you, Ryan and Scott, for being part of the team. It they takes are a literally the muscle of BYU Sports Nation, and they were today. Uh, <laughs> who will be BYU's biggest home run? Big play threat? Any sport this year? That is our Twitter question. Let's go back to the Twitter machine. <laughs> At Y for Life, it's got to be Taysom. Easy to speculate the wide receiver group, but proven home run, and he uses the word proven, Mm -hmm. which we were considering using as part of our criteria, but we didn't. So the proven home run is solely Taysom, possibly Jamal, too. We said crowd pleaser. Projecting is more exciting than reality, you know? That's why we included Jordan Leslie and Devon Blackman. Our our three criteria that did survive were, were. uh, crowd pleaser, distance and power, and big playability. And big playability. Yep. Yeah. At TB underscore Adamson, going to surprise everyone here and say Ross Oppo, senior, Wait, what? Finally healthy, always had the potential. I hope Ross has a great year. I mean, athletic. Wouldn't, wouldn't you look at fantastic? him; he is a stud physically. Uh, I'm not sure he's had more than like five or six catches in a game. Like I would love to have Ross Oppo part of this group, and he's one of the leaders uh, on this team. Did you see the way he caught the ball in that Houston game last year? I mean, Two he, TDs for him. One of his touchdown catches, he was just like, please, please, right, child. Right into it. Child, please. Please, please child. Yeah. You know, like, I mean. Isn't it, it was, child, please? Yeah, whatever. Okay, come on. Child, please. Please, please, child. Give but me the rock. I was like, that's, that's the Ross Oppo that, that we want. I mean, yeah. and he He's, has the capability. It's been this kind of like, hey, he was verbally committed to Texas. And like, he had a really good freshman year that kind of got ignored because the back half of the season, Jake Keep stopped throwing to him. Through to Cody Hoffman more, and that's where Cody took off. Ross can be a good player. I hope he has a good season. But the key is what TB Adams has said. He's finally healthy. He's always had the potential. Hey, Blaine Fowler will join us uh, next week, by the way. Later Apparently, this week, the layover from his European vacation was too much to overcome. The jet lag was just crazy, and oh, he was in a meeting. Oh, he okay, was, whatever. Well, you better believe we're going to give him a hard <laughs> time about that. Yeah, yeah, Blaine, you're never living this one down. I'm excited just to know uh, where he went. Blaine's always got some crazy story, but we'll get Blaine's reaction on uh, who he thinks will be the biggest home run or big play threat in yeah. 2014. 
Thanks to Mike Littlewood and uh, not Blaine Fowler uh, f- and everyone on our crew, especially. Did you just pull a Ron Burgundy there? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, lo- we love Blaine. Everyone on our crew, including Ryan and Scott, for yeah, holding up nice the broken job. microphone nice during job, an interview. Nice job. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Our show on demand, BYUSportsNation.com. For Jerem, the reckless one, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Rick Aguilera. We're back to work tomorrow at noon Eastern in Radio Vision. I'm going to break your mic. <laughs>